Hey, it's your old pal Slim, one of three hosts for Paper Cake. There's only ever been three hosts ever in its history. This podcast ran for 300 episodes focused on best friends talking and reviewing comic books. Somewhere along the way, life happened as it does, and we decided to pretty much go on hiatus. Every so often, though, we're lucky enough to get back together and record. You'll hear from writer Jonesy Loves Beer. One of the most upsetting things in my entire life. And my parents are dead, and that ranks higher. And our own VP of merchandise for Paper Keg, Dale underscore A. Yeah. I, I, I remember every episode, every episode I would watch the animated series. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, Gambit's going gambit's gonna to kick so much ass. And then he gets knocked, he gets punched, and he's down for the count. Enjoy the show. My spidey sense is tingling. Really big shit. Give it up for them gangsters. One time for the killers. Double up for the gangsters. <laughs> Sorry, I thought Jonesy normally said something there. I was waiting for Jonesy to come in. We're back. We haven't lost a step. God. Paper keg is back one night only. Mm. Wait a minute. Did anyone else? I was just too into it. Did we mess up the intro already? <laughs> Uh, hold on, I, I, I you're did, the insurmountable Slimbo Slice. Let's just re- replay it. Don't fix some posts. Did we screw it up? <laughs> Amateur hours back. Folks. We haven't lost a step. VP of merch, Dale underscore A, back in the saddle again. If anything, the only thing that's still going is the merch. <laughs> if anything. And you try running a merch department without your domain name or email or email attached to you or you're able to log in anymore. And that's, I mean, this is why I'm still in the business. This is why I got people calling me from all over the place trying to, to glam and glom my knowledge. And try, you're still and try shipping out being, orders. Try being the VP of merch with, with nothing to produce or sell. There's one man we can get on that case to help you out in the warehouse. Shipping out orders. Mm-hmm. It is a writer. Still as of yet unpublished, but he's working hard. He's putting the work in. Everyone sees the effort he's putting in. Our favorite, Jonesy Loves Beer. Welcome back. You know, uh, I, I published a few Discord messages earlier today. I feel like I'm I'm gasping. I'm almost at that glass ceiling. And we could just be days away from a special writing announcement. <laughs> yeah. Papercake.com. Check it out. What was the year we started this show? Does anyone know offhand? Do I have, do I have to search this? I want to say, guess? was I ma- oh, I wasn't yet married. Ooh, 2011. 2011. November 6, 2011, allegedly. I don't know if that's accurate. That sounds, I don't know if that sounds right. 11 years ago. Uh, we'll get someone to fact check. That. I think that's we, when we. That's actually when we switched to Simplecast, right? We, we started the show before. Oh that. yeah, a lot of these episodes say 2011. Yeah, 
We'll never know what year we started this show. This is why, you know, everything is, uh, everything is malleable. Nothing is, nothing's permanent online. Is this even a numbered episode? I I mean, who can say? We've been gone a long time. And as longtime listeners know, we've only ever had one show sponsor on this podcast. And it's the comic book shop in Delaware. Mm. And Titus and Sarah both have been on this show a few times. Episode 35 and 36, I believe. I don't even know what years those were. We just we don't even know what year we started the show. <laughs> so <laughs> time loop. God forbid we figure that out. It's all in the lore now. It's all in the canon. Who can, you know? <laughs> yeah. If only we had a wiki of some kind to keep things straight. Thanks, Catcher, for that paper cake wiki you never finished. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, free comic book tab, so they were also on that. But we recently lost one of the good ones, one of the great ones. Yeah. Patrick Titus himself. Uh, he fought as hard as he could, the stubborn SOB. So we felt we should fire the mics up one more time in Titus's honor. So if Paper Keg over the years, however many years we've been doing this, has ever meant anything to you, uh, if any of the current tape deck pods have meant anything to you uh, in the hours that you've listened, we would really love it and appreciate it if you could donate to the comic book shop's GoFundMe page. We'll have that linked in the episode notes. So we would love it if you could uh, send some love to them or just buy a shit ton of comics and statues yeah. from the store themselves. So we'll have a link to the uh, store in our episode notes um, with uh, for you to help share the love. But not only that, we were talking back and forth about the past. You know, our memories of Patrick. We sat together. We sat in front of the comic book shop during a free comic book day. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Dale, you and I were talking about what potentially might have been your first comic book that you even bought at that shop. God damn, yeah. Yeah, we were we were talking, going back and forth, and I had started my job in Wilmington, Delaware, and, uh, you know, living in deep South Jersey, there's no whiff or inkling of a comic book shop anywhere near me back where, where I lived. And to have a comic book shop close to where I worked, it was like, am I doing this? Am I getting back in the game? <laughs> it was not too long after that. that um, so I went to the shop and as soon as I started going there, Patrick had bought the shop. Like he, he used to work there and then he bought it and it was his shop. Mm -hmm. Like the dude is a couple years older than me. And since we started, since I started going to the shop was over 10 years ago. I mean, the guy just, the guy lived his dream and I started going and it was, I, I, we talked about a couple things, but I remember in my old offices, my old cubicles, I had like a stack. I would go and it was big around the time of the return of Bruce Wayne, the Batman mm. of Zur and R and other Grant Morrison swill at the time. Trash. But the first thing <laughs> I would have picked up going back into the shop would have been Amazing Spider-Man. Your boy. Didn't matter if it was mid storyline, you know, Spider-Man would have been my go-to and um, Amazing Spider-Man, brand new day had just kind of kicked off this huge thing where before this storyline, you know, you had your omit, right? One moment in time. And you had your friendly neighborhood Spider-Mans. You had your Peter Parker Spider-Mans. You had your amazing Spider-Mans. And Marvel offices were just like, you know what? 
Let's throw the baby out the baby with the bathwater. And let's just do Amazing Spider-Man three times a month. One title. Just crank up those numbers with a rotating, like Dan Slott took over writing duties during this time with like a rotating stable of artists, amazing artists. Mm -hmm. And I, after going back and reading this amazing Spider-Man episode five, episode 546 was the beginning of a a new era. So we were DMing um, this week about, you know, what if, what if we fire up the mics again, you know, Mm. talk about our memories Mm. of the comic book shop memories of doing the pod and we were looking back at like what came out in 2011 or that era, right? We're looking 2011 and brand new day popped up return of Bruce Wayne. Chance that jog any memories of recording on this podcast? God, I think yeah, because I had, a, I, I can't uh, point to the specific episode, but I think I wandered into return of Bruce Wayne episode four of eight. <laughs> and just called it hot garbage because I didn't yes. understand the thing that was going on, which I did with like Dakin. Like I, oh, I, I, I dare you to go back and try to qualify me as any kind of comic book reader with my history with lightning rounds, yeah, my picks of the week. Mm-hmm. None of it made sense. Those were 2011, but this issue we look back even further, and like you're right, Dale, 2008. This had come out. Yeah, um, man, do you remember that house that you had? In Jersey, we thought you were never getting out of that house. We thought you were going to die in that house. Yeah, yeah, you honestly did. You writ- you had written me off big time, and you were. It's like you were doing me a kindness to come down and visit me in in the middle of my wooden my woodsy prison. Awful, awful. Do you remember? I have a great memory of of uh, our when we a long time ago we had four hosts of this show. The four shall not be named. <laughs> but this fourth host told me they would na- be the navigator on the way back from New Jersey on like our second trip. Mm-hmm. I look in the back, Slim's already asleep. I don't think we made it out of Cedarville, which is where his home was. <laughs> and then Mark says, don't worry, I got you. I'm going to stay awake. We get on 95, I look over, he's out too. <laughs> Well, Mark could fall asleep at like the drop of a hat. He could be in full on conversation and two seconds later, he would be a dead asleep. Yeah. And I remember like we recorded, we tried to record locally for as much as possible. Yeah. Like, I mean, looking back, we've been doing this a long term. <laughs> You know, but that's like inconceivable doing local recordings. We used to actually, it once I think it was untenable, we rec- we went to Mark's house. Or was that your house, Jonesy? We would try to record in your house remotely and Dale would be on Skype. I don't I remember some kind of shenanigans we were yeah, trying you, for a while. So for a long time, you and I would record in like that rec room of my, mm-hmm. like that wood panel rec room. Yeah. On Cowbell uh-huh. Road. And only Dale would be remote. It was yeah. the strangest thing we had set up. What a bizarre setup. I, I don't even know how I'd set that up in that room. There was the three of us on a couch. I remember yeah, we had yeah. daisy chain quite a few uh, surge protectors together. There was, there was uh, no OSHA compatibility. 
with the OSHA. way we. I was wondering how long it would yeah. take for you to bring up OSHA because I have a we... bunch of index cards with buzzwords on them that I had to get to at some point. Right. Paper keg buzzwords. We were also listening back in our DMs. We went to listen to the Baltimore Comic Con 2015 episode where. God, I mean, it's like we have lived two different lives. Our comic book lives oh. and everything after because we have just gone so far away from anything comic related. But Baltimore Comic Con was was like a fun, mini, low-key con that we would go to every year, mm. hang out, and eventually some of our friends also made the trek to Baltimore Comic Con. But Jonesy broke his phone that year. We oh, had to go God. to the Tosin Mall. I think I almost to- ended the show that year because of my what iPhone. A disaster. Yeah. God. The material, the, the, the amount of material that we got. Oh, man. For this show. Also, Jonesy's trepidation of just walking through the streets of Baltimore Still in feel that daylight. Way. Has not changed. He, he has been, he was petrified. I'd like Every you to, street corner. to Google top 10 cities in this great nation for crime <laughs> and tell me you don't feel the same way. Oh, God. I still so, wear that Jeff Cap that uh, Dale and I got. Uh, twin, He's, not twin, but we got Jeff Caps at yeah. Hats on the Belfry. Mm-hmm, I still wear right. that thing four days a week. My God. So, Amazing Spider, we only read, so we read one issue. <laughs> This week to prep for this episode. It's only going to be Amazing Spider-Man 546. And we should have pre-screened for quality, I think, (laughs) before we picked this episode. Oh my God. Brand new day. So brand new day, 2008. (laughs) Status quo is changing. You know, so much baggage in these comics. How does anybody read them? There's so much to do. So Marvel, like Dale said, they reset everything. Do we do a synopsis? Jonesy, you're the king of synopsis for Uh, this part. Are you going to do one here? Dale... Was like low key stealing my role in the show for a second, stepping on your shoes. But it's okay, well, you know. I flub the intro. Dale flubs the uh, synopsis. <laughs> it doesn't change how we feel about one another. You know, we have true love and true love lasts forever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. Do a show about Tom Cruise? Or is that a parallel universe we were in? Hold on, isn't there more? And he's gonna get me again as soon as I start to do like the intro. Yeah. This is old hat. I'm not. This, this doesn't get me anymore. The meeting of all wisdom. <laughs> Sweet songs of you, the wise. The meeting of all wisdom. Stoic as he plays Wise. that clip. It's like it's just an extension of him trying at to this talk. <laughs> when he looks into the distance, I can't keep a straight face. Oh boy, I, I had to just call out to the. I'm sure we're getting a lot of people listening to the show that have found Jeez. us through Bat and Spider and. 70 millimeter and, and our other not pods. a show that I'm doing. Jonesy does not do a show. He's been in retirement for many years. He's refused to come out of retirement. 
Um, but these are there's you're gonna hear some inside jokes over the last ten plus years of paper cake. We're so sorry, but friendship <laughs> just gonna have to deal with it right now. Uh, and I said it already, but I'm gonna mention it multiple times. <laughs> Don't do it. The flute that just amped up. up out of nowhere. My God. Head to the GoFundMe yeah. link in the episode notes. Uh, support Sarah as much as you can. Yeah. Anything that you can add to the GoFundMe, please, please, please do that. Jonesy, are you ready for your synopsis? For I don't know if the world's ready. Jonesy, look at my hands. <laughs> <I'm> right here. <laughs> Listen, just because I love you doesn't mean I trust you. They, they, they're not mutually exclusive. Look, he's doing it again. He's looking in the distance for his next clip. I can see your eyes, Andrews. You, there used to be a time before you get into the synopsis yeah. where I used, to, I used to have my mixer and I used to plug in my iPad yeah. through the three and a half millimeter, cue up the YouTube video at the right second Sometimes while Slim was doing the intro to the show, because I had to get it, you know, I had to be ready just in case uh -huh. Jonesy would open up his mouth at any moment <laughs> <laughs> so I could fire that bad boy off. And then I'd have to rewind it while doing the show. I had to scrub it with my finger back to the, to the point. God, this is, this is how we used to do it when we were younger. It, can you imagine 2011, 2000, even earlier than, earlier that, than that, having to figure out how to take a phone call? On God. a podcast, my God, Matter, no. They, there's no YouTube back there. No. A lot of to, for people to explain were involved that. involved in the recording of this show back then. I'm talking plain text websites. God, Tumblr was was Bulletin our bulletin board services. Jonesy, <laughs> please. I'm scared to death, but I'm going to do it anyway. Andy Cooper so. doing the covers. <laughs> Andy Cooper doing the covers. The Return of Bruce Wayne. I remember. <laughs> C Civil War has passed. Peter has unmasked himself. He's got spider baggage, as we <laughs> mentioned earlier. And uh, the, the Marvel think tank uh, decides to make Spidey more accessible. You know, do people want a married, happy, well-adjusted Spider-Man? I know I don't. You know, do people want Aunt May back? Apparently, for reasons they do. So after the cataclysmic one moment in time, where is which is essentially the plot of this new Spider-Man movie, uh, No Way Home, because that's a naming convention that we did in Spider-Man movies. Um, we meet Peter after a hundred days of no Spider-Man. No one knows that Peter is Spider-Man, but where is he? Is he in our hearts? He's definitely not in J. Jonah Jameson's heart, as we'll come to find out at the climax of this issue. That's right. The rambling synopsis is back. are back. One night only. <laughs> Peter is coming to grips with being a failure to launch man-child again. You know, he's he appears in this heart to be in his early to mid-40s, still living in Aunt May's, trying to make it work, trying to make a new apartment Trying to try not make the apartment, but you know what I mean. Trying to be or figure out how to be Spider-Man again. You know, in the climax of the issue, which I, I thought was the only 
I don't want to talk any ass, but the only we go. the best part about the issue is that this won't be the status quo that we're led up to the whole issue to believe because the bugle's going under. Jay Jonah Jameson no longer owns 51%. And you know what? The only thing Jay Jonah Jay Jonah Jibba God, the... I've said it too many J's in one this uh, synopsis. <laughs> one night only. This is the content you came back for, folks. I <laughs> delete know you your account, up. they said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually delete my personal <laughs> Twitter after that flub. Uh, anyway, he yells at Peter. Peter yells back. And uh, we give Jonah a heart attack. Brand new day. Brand new day. What He, he hasn't. I mean, it's it's impeccable the time that Jonesy has beat. in this in no the synopsis game. The it's amount of people you've inspired rust. in tape deck mm. with their synopsises. It's all tape it notes. all came from uh, that. I can't. I mean, there's nothing better than when tape deck people rattle off with great synopsis. You know, mm-hmm. you guys put out. You. I'm just you out walked. in the cold. In you the walked so they could run. You know, in the podcast world. Thanks for not having to figure it out, guys. Just one man with no notes at all. Trying to remember a comic book that they read while they should have been paying attention at a finance meeting, you know. <laughs> so, Dale, you you were the the only of the three of us. We've all frequented the comic book shop often, but you were the one of us three that went weekly. Oh, right when you, when you were in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I went I went weekly, and it was probably it was just the happiest. There was some of the happiest times of my life going in. Getting these, I, I mean, I remember, I didn't even know Sarah and Patrick really when they bought the shop. I was like relatively new. I was, I was going weekly, but I, you know, I was still like not a super wallflower, not talking to anybody. And then I mm-hmm. had the bees to go up and ask them <laughs> if they wanted to, you know, sponsor our podcast. Like I can't, and that's the first time, especially Sarah. Sarah had just started working there, and uh, she she was like the face face man. You know what I mean? Like if you had right. something to, to to talk about business, business. with a shop, you talk to Sarah, and you could you could walk into the comic book shop and ask for directions, and you would leave with twenty single issues after talking with Sarah. hundred percent, one hundred percent of yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to change. That's still the case. You could still go in there for directions. You'll come out with maybe, probably some kind of Optimus Prime bow and bust. You'll be leaving with that you didn't know you needed, <laughs> right? And you just you're like half bewildered, but it's yours now. And once once you're out of that door, that's it. Uh, I think one time I went for a Hellboy Library Edition and came out with the complete figure set of Batman Red Sun. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was a thing that happened it. in my life. I remember over time, I think, you know, I've always preferred to have a podcast without cursing in it, even though we all curse a lot in real life. I just never wanted that in a yeah. in our podcast that, that we produced. And I think it was never more apparent that that was a good idea because Sarah would always tell us that Titus and her would play the show in the shop. And they used to have that rack with episodes with with trades on the spinner rack with episode numbers of our show that we've covered that. 
The spinner always, rack, yeah. The spinner rack, yeah. The paper keg spinner rack. And there used to be a shelf with with mm-hmm. books with with books uh, for episodes that we've done. And I've always remembered that and looked back fondly at um, yeah. you know, our relationship with Titus and Sarah over time. It was it was cool to walk in that shop and Titus was always there, but a lot of times you wouldn't know he was there. He was in the back because God forbid, you know, you especially on a Wednesday when I where I'd go traipsing in there with the rest of the world wanting <laughs> their yeah. com- comics and dog teeth under my wing and uh dog teeth. You know, he's just like uh, prowling around like one of the raptors in the kitchen. You would always I would always walk by walk swing by the back of the store hoping, you know, to get a glimpse of the man himself, you know. And sometimes if you would get him to come out and and start talking comics, it was a treat because it was hard to get him to talk about what he liked in comics. Mm. And but once you like struck that once you struck that uh, balance and he knew he could like trust you with uh you know, not judging his opinion immediately or, or something like that, you know, yeah. and maybe he was just too reserved with what he liked because it was, you know, he was the shop owner and he had to, you know, cater to everybody and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. you get him to come out from behind that and he was busy doing, you know, it's like magic cards were his life and, and uh, the toy, the toy biz of the, sh- of the shop and stuff, man, he was I mean, in the toy section in that shop. He unraveled. was tortured. I mean, he was tortured having to go through these used toys <laughs> looking for the uh the yoda with the the plastic cloak and not the yeah. <laughs> i seem to recall he he became something of a uh a, a leader within the market right didn't he do a lot of pricing and and horn swaggling for people like back house stuff jonesy man he was pretty well known for i mean i remember hearing stories about people would come in with like collections that they yeah were trying to offload you know toys comics yeah, you know that's a gold mine. He right was the there. dude to talk what, to. He knew what he was once, talking. He knew, once or twice, I would go into those back rooms either to say hi if I were, you know, if I had the kids on a Saturday. Were you invited back just, there in the back room, or you just walk in? Uh, I mean, who can say? <laughs> you know, uh, I, my memory's starting to go. My middle age. Jonesy's like uh, it was an open invite, right? I'm. <laughs> we're, we're you friends. guys went back there too, right? Yeah, you friends. can't tell me now, ten years after the fact, that it wasn't allowed. I can't. My fragile ego won't allow it. Yeah. Uh, but he would be surrounded by a mountain of like Castle Grayskulls and yeah, and Thundercat toys and mm-hmm. and and like Voltrons. I feel like and he would have to categorize them, bag them, price them, and he'd always be, you know, at a computer, kind of like giving you the look, like yeah, I'm, I'm doing this stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be wearing some plastic gloves, handing all those old school toys coming in from. I can't. I can't imagine. God knows what, what the, containers. The fingerprint, uh, fingerprint degradation had to be like Jeez, from all that diecast metal. <laughs> so this was the first comic. This Spider-Man five forty six brand new day part one. This might be the first comic I read in a very long time. Yeah, safe space. Same. Very long time. Completely agree. Very jarring, wasn't it? It was. It was very jarring. Like we, like I said, I'm joking around, but we've been out of the game for a long time. It's funny, you know, very long time. And I, Jonesy, when you mentioned Civil War, um, about how Spider-Man unmasked, I actually was like, Jonesy, that happened after Brand New Day, didn't it? No, I was like ready to correct you, and I was like, oh my god, no, wait, that's I mean, what happened that before. Is, of course, muscle memory and a natural instinct to <laughs> to think that's that correct. I've loved up the timeline. But, you know, I happen to be right in this instance. 
So this, Steve Mc, Steve McNiven on art, mm. legend, mm. big time legend, old ma- uh, old man Logan, Civil War. He kicks off this rotating cast of artists in Brand New Day. I just have to say, what a genius idea Brand New Day is. <laughs> just wipe the slate clean, start from scratch, keep the numbering. Uh-huh. You know, just a couple years later, keeping the numbering would have seemed like an absurd idea. The amount of restarts. Unless you're doing ones. like, a, a, you know, issue 600, 700, 800. Yeah, but I, I mean, looking back, I look back on this era very fondly. Three Spider-Man issues a month mm. and it's fresh and it's new. Yeah. And there's an exciting new writer, Dan Slott, at this time. Yeah. Very exciting and new to have his voice on the title. Um. But you have, so I ha- I was flooded with memories reading this. Yeah, the same for me. I it all came flooding back, and and just to have the same, you know, not just the same Spidey offices, but the same like editor. I mean, Steve Wacker, legend in my mind, king. I love the guy, and to have him on just all the the amazing titles, along with uh, you know, the the rotating artists that they queued up. It, it's just. It was fantastic at the time. And to go back, I missed it. I mean, I missed Peter Parker. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's funny because in my life total, I read more Dan Slott Spider-Man than any other. Like this whole era was, is my Spider-Man. But to go back, it felt all brand new again. And probably because it's like, I have uh uh, Quaker instant oats for a brain nowadays, but it was all new. I, and and just Dan's writing style, and you can f- see it getting the footing. Like, and the, all the groundwork that was laid for the cast of characters f- for years coming out of this comic. Like, I mm-hmm. completely yeah. forgot about Carly Cooper, but there she is, front and center in this issue. I mean, this eventually leads. To one of my favorite storylines, which is the Superior Spider-Man, and that, remember that was actually an, an entire year of the run. Yeah, like yeah, that wasn't just a one and done. They did on. that for like fourteen or fifteen issues, and it all starts here. All you know, God, how many years? When did Superior Spider-Man take place compared to this? I mean, it's it's bonkers to look back on Dan Slott's run. I mean, he's not like. A household name. I mean, not many comic book writers are, but yeah. his run on Spider Man is like Alex Trebek's on yeah, Jeopardy. It's, yeah, legendary. it's like it's hardcore, long. Right, he had control of those titles, um, and he eventually left uh, not too long ago. I feel like maybe five years ago, I don't, less than that. Yeah, he was on it for um, years. I mean, some of the artists on this brand new day rotating artist run of three issues a month: Steve McNiven, Salvador La Roca, Phil Jimenez. Mm. Chris Bacalo, Marcos Martin, mm. and Barry Kitson. So mm. they were stacked. I mean, also the rotating cast of writers for Brandon Day. It wasn't just Dan Slott, but yeah. Dan Slott, Mark Guggenheim, Bob Gale, and Zeb Wells. Zeb, oh, Wells. Zeb Wells might be my sleeper writer from the entire Spider-Man run. I, I feel like yeah. they were always home runs from Zeb Wells. What's, did he Zeb do Wells. Spider Island or is that still Dan Slott? What Zeb Wells' run was? Do we like a lot on the show? I don't know if Zeb Wells specifically had an Amazing Spider-Man run, but he might have had like little mini stories here and there that he would claim ownership on. Yeah, he had uh, Zeb Wells did that amazing like three issue with Chris Bacalo. 
was Shed. The lizard, yeah, Shed. Yeah. Oh, oh top tier. If you're listening to this, go find Spider Man Shed in digital, however you got to get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Did we do an episode? On shed, we, we might have done a shed episode. I don't know. Yeah, listen to that was another thing we were talking about in our DMs. Uh, I don't have any recollection of the, the majority of the podcasts we did together. Oh, God, same. I mean, I was looking back at these episodes, and I was saying, "Wow, I can't believe we did that. We, were we did kings. that. We were like kings. contact." I was, I was just to be totally clear. I, I didn't realize we did contact as a paper keg episode. Um, I don't remember some of these movies contact. that we did. Did we do cocktail? Maybe we six cocktail. times. Three times. Three times. And Dale and I were talking about, maybe it's time for a fourth. I mean, cut this out one of the final, show so we one don't, final but time. I'm down for <laughs> for the fourth time. If you guys, I don't know, if if all five of you out there who are going to listen to this, if there's even a, 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 a passing interest, please hashtag cocktail yes. You know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about um, one cat more gut di- is all is also <laughs> one of my buzzwords. Gut. <laughs> we talked about omit one moment in time, but we yeah. did do an episode on one more day in allegedly 2011. I don't know what year it is, but episode 33. And I think what a lot of people maybe not realize the mainstream movie viewers, but like Jonesy said, the the mind wiping stuff that Dr. Strange was asked to do comes from mm-hmm. the comic books. So yeah. like all of this brand new day stuff could potentially be the, you know, the next movie of Spider-Man. So right off the bat. Well, they set it up in that little tickler at the end of, uh, is that what stinger? What is it called? Can you, can you say that on a podcast? Can you, you can't know. say tickles. Okay. Just got added to a list. Um, <laughs> guess what? What? You oh, Farrington. <laughs> what? DC comics, bitch. Oh, you can't say that. You gotta believe that. Yeah. Well, what? <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm a father now, and I don't say those two words. He was so offended at his own sounder. My God, how, how did past me manage to offend a current? <laughs> Jonesy is sweating under the lights. <laughs> yeah. That clip just played. So the first page of this Spider-Man issue, um, he there it. I already feel dated because yeah. Peter is making out with someone at a party. Mm. And he uses the phrase macking and also references <laughs> girls gone wild on page one. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I was like, what am I getting myself I into know. right now? If I was, if like I was laying on a staircase, like fl- if I was laying like on my back on a staircase, my, my wiener would just be like in the shape of the staircase, just complete, <laughs> just limpness after reading such things. It would, it would be. It would take the shape of whatever it was leaning on, whatever gravity decided. Philly's picture of Flacido Falanco. It, it was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my God. So as I was reading it, the registration act had come up. You know, Peter Parker is not an officially licensed superhero, which, you know, for for non-comic readers that are listening, you know, so the Civil War movie or whatever plot that Tony had. I mean, that all comes from the comics and this this came from many moons ago. Josie, what were some of your thoughts going through to read this? Um, I it reminded me of that Stormwatch issue where I could have thrown the whole issue in the garbage oh and walked away and and ne- never felt twice. I mean, this is what it made me think of like are there no current good storylines in Marvel to use for these movies? that they're all going back to the well of when we used to read 
regularly. Mm. Uh, and I, I really thought the best part of the book is starting the intrigue with uh, the bugle at the end. I thought we didn't see enough Spidey is basically my, my yeah, problem no with Spidey this book. This was it really. like two pages kind of? You know, if how dare you launch a Spider-Man title without Spider-Man in it? Although you have to remember too, when this had come out, you get another issue in a week. Yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, that's true. Yeah, it's... we're looking back in time, so I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Three times a week, we're holding the line at two ninety nine. <laughs> or was that DC? <laughs> no, I can't. That was DC. That was DC. How about the idea of the Bugle failing as a newspaper without Peter Parker's photos? That also feels like a crazy, outdated... I mean, this wasn't that long ago, 2008. But yeah. the idea of a newspaper just failing so hard because they didn't have photos of Spider-Man. Well, the, like you know, there the weren't four million Manhattanites with cell phones uploading it to social true. media. It's only like point. year one of iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no iPad yet. There's no comicsology yet, you know, at this yeah, point. Yeah, um, I, I just... I. All the cast of characters that we saw, Mr. Negative, which was uh, the head of Feast where Aunt May was working, um, there was a moment where Peter comes stumbling out of Feast that Aunt May is pulling a double on. It's 2.15 in the morning. (laughs) And Aunt May is, what, serving midnight snacks? Like, the place is (laughs) packed. It's well lit. All the fluorescent lighting is on. And Peter... Peter like comes stumbling out because Mr. Lee gave him a, a new pair of shoes because he was just mugged with Carly Cooper. <laughs> and he looks over at the bugle and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go get mines. He, I mean, Steve Wacker, you, you cue to the bugle and, and J- Jameson's on the phone at two 30 in the morning. Betty Brant is there. Uh, Fred is there. Whoever's, I forget the guy's name, but Robbie, Robbie, they're, they're all there. Are they there because if if Jonah's not leaving, nobody else is leaving? Like they're all like, okay. is it one of those things where like muttering under their breath, like, uh, can we leave yet? Are we, <laughs> or do we should we wait this out? You know, and and Jay Jonah's like forgotten them all because he's trying to save his business. Um, uh-huh. And then, I mean, the end of the episode, just my mind flooded with Peter's, uh, you know, the the. Not the Parker Luck that was so famous in the episode, but Mm -hmm. just the guilt. It's back to Peter. Like, I'm already foreshadowing the guilt that Peter probably feels by half killing Jay Jonah with the heart attack. It's like, man, the guy, and I love love it, but the guy can't get a break. He's already, like, bearing the brunt. Yeah. This era Marvel, I think it's like Matt Murdock and... Peter Parker, like, vie for the worst life of all time. Catholic guilt. Oh, yeah. At an all-time high. At the Wacker offices at Marvel. (laughs) Through the roof. Wacker had to have been an altar boy. That that has to be the basis for so much of his... Gotta check the part in his hair. Yeah. uh, (laughs) But I wonder if he would be uh, willing to do an episode of Cocktail. Would he want to review Cocktail with us? (laughs) Simper and Steve... (laughs) Well, he's doing that Substack thing now for um, Hickman. Did you see that? He's <laughs> Dale just did a spit take. He's now apparently editor in chief of Jonathan Hickman's imprint at Substack, which is a sentence that maybe people don't understand, but that's the way of the world right now. I certainly don't understand it. 
Jonesy almost just had a triple heart attack after I said that sentence. So this is this this is my Spidey. This yeah, where Spider Man is like yeah. You know, I did not like the new Spider Man movie, and that's fine. It's like he's he's got everything going on. He's trying to get into college, and he ruins the universe because he's trying to get his friends into college. But like the end of that movie is where I prefer yes. things. You know, the down in his costume. Luck, he's in a crappy apartment. Yep. He can't have a girlfriend. The spider sucks tools at everything. are spread out around the apartment. Yeah, and, and you see a little bit of that when he's trying to get a job in this issue. You know, he's like, he applies to become a photographer and the guy's like, your photos stink. Are you just like putting your camera up on a windowsill <laughs> yeah. outside? And then a scient- like one of the s- scientists is like, you know, you I, looking at your high school records, you were a genius, you were ahead of your class, but after that, you just stopped. You were never, you never published anything. You never did anything after that. Why? Um, and I, I love that scene. It just shows him like I, I became Spider Man, and all everything else just took a back seat. Yeah. Um, and over time, over the many years of this modern era with slot <laughs> related to Spider Man, you see him change all that. Like, remember he joins like Horizon or whatever. Horizon he becomes Labs. a, he becomes like a genius. Stark level person, he he starts to give in to mm-hmm. some of the stuff he should be doing when he's not Spider Man. Remember, he joined the Future Foundation for a while, and he had like that baller white suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn, I was yeah. I was always a fan of that costume. Joins the Avengers. I I don't remember where that place is in the time frame, but that was a big thing for a while. Pissed people off. I think that was previous to this, wasn't it? God, I don't even know. Yeah, God, I can, God who knows? I can put the finger on Bendy. it. Bendy. Brian Michael Bendis himself. God damn, that beautiful bastard. He could write. <laughs> he could write some Spider-Man. Also, the web shooters are back. Remember, they brought the web shooters back. They had gone. They got. They're gone. Uh, they had gone organic, right? To match mm-hmm. up with Toby yeah. years before. When I think of Dan Slott Spider-Man, I think of the fact that you he can't have nice things throughout the whole run. I mean, he gets little wins here and there, but it's they're almost immediately taken away in some mm-hmm. fashion and I love I love to hurt for the guy and yeah. I think it just works that much better I mean I think this the one moment uh, in time one more day whatever it was I think that was you know like without that who knows where we'd be it, it almost makes me want to pick up the current issue and see what's going Don't on with Spidey now uh, you're not going to do that <laughs> no, I'm not uh, Spear Spider-Man was 2013 so, God, I mean, that was a great run. Great run. That might have been the last time I collected Spidey Monthly was Superior Spider-Man. For people that don't know, uh, Superior Spider-Man was, if I remember correctly, Dr. Octopus's, like, consciousness transferred into Peter Parker yep. for mm. more than a year of comic books. And it became Superior Spider-Man. So he, like, changed how Spider-Man operated, started using his own intellect, a little rough and tumble. Yeah, how about uh, the like the last page of that? I think the first issue or whenever it was, and you realize that Parker was stuck in Octavius's consciousness, like he's in stuck in Octavius's body, and it's like, oh my god, they did a mind switch, and like, who knows what you're about to get into now? With you took a like every dude reading those books dumped in their shorts yeah. when that was revealed that that was the plot, right? Everyone lost their minds. All the Spider-Man hardcore fans were pissed. And looking back, like, this is what comic fans need to realize. Looking back, 
doesn't really matter in the end. No, you know, yeah. you're these are all just going to be a small piece of the tapestry that is this character. Like, who cares? Yeah. If you don't like it, just don't read it. it. It's your. It's not taking away from anything that that, that existed before it. Just to love. Just enjoy. Also, but please Umberto read it. Sales Ramos. Are down. <laughs> yeah, your boy Umberto, right? Child, honey, child. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Umberto Ramos. You think Umberto wants to come on for a cocktail? Oh my god! If he came on for a cocktail, oh, we would have to do it a fourth time. Oh, Assad, Assad Ribic's texting me right now. He's in. He just got back to Assad's me. in. Oh, great. Tell Umberto we, we can't fit him in this this time around. So I, I I had fun reading this run. I especially loved seeing JRJR's pin up in the back. Oh, man. Giving you an update on the characters. Yeah. I mean, these resets, let's, let's do more of these. If they did if another character did this reset, like a Superman had this reset, I'd come back. Mm-hmm. I would, get that first you would issue. Not come back. I would come back for Superman brand new day. Not gonna happen. Absolutely. You are you are the the biggest Superman hater I have met in my entire life. We we did speaking of Superman, we did Superman Secret Identity with the Titus's. Kurt Busick. That was one of their episodes that we did together. That's right. Uh, I one of the first times a comic book creator tweeted back at me on the internet. What do you say? You know, thank you for, I don't know, fuck, it's been 20 years. You know. <laughs> <laughs> probably say, great. I don't know. That was I will say that the coloring, the Marvel coloring on these books hasn't held up as well. Like I would love a, another modern swing at the, some of the colors on this book. I, I'm not intelligent enough to talk about coloring on a comic books, but yeah, it doesn't hold up for me. I think I know what you mean. It's like, not the color, but the finish or something. It's like, mm-hmm. there's this it's weird digital airbrushed a little bit. Like yeah, a little like too maybe. digitized. It's like chromiumed out or something. There's like... Mm-hmm. I feel like that way a lot about McNibbin's work. I don't know what it is um, mm. if he prefers his work colored that way, but I, I just like... Um, Steve yeah, but Logan, not it's colored. not the same way in Logan. It's much more... I mean, I haven't looked at old man Logan tonal. in 15 years. It could be, for all I know. Could be Let's crap. not go back. Could be a pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's uh, Spider-Man 546. I mean, I had fun going back, Dale. Did you? Did you did you enjoy the experience at least? Yeah, it was fun. I had fun going back. I would, uh, I would love to dig into more um, mm. my own time. Right. It was, we're it was not a blast. announcing that we're coming back. This is not, <laughs> we're, do, we're not, there's no breadcrumbs. Jensen, you've been out of the podcast game a long time. Yeah. And right before we recorded, Jensen's got this fancy new mic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, I don't know what, I don't know what Jensen's got cooked I up. I think that maybe you, you didn't want to yeah. talk about the mic at all. You didn't want to even bring the mic into frame. You know, you're looking for things that aren't there. I mean, if you, you know? if you folks saw this, whatever this pop filter, I mean, this is the most yeah. slim, I think you can read, this is the most professional pop filter that anybody's ever had on a microphone. Look at that, that right I've there. ever seen. Did you see it? I, yeah, I see that. It's got a second layer. Usually like a, there's like a foam cover on a microphone and it kind of looks egg-ish, but there's a second layer underneath that egg that yeah. I, I've never seen before. It's probably... Something you would find at bloomaudio.com. <laughs> I mean, Jonesy, if you were to do a podcast, you let's just say in a dream world, you're going to fire up mm, a podcast finally. Let's get into it. After all these years, it's my time. It's Jonesy Loves Beers time. What would it be about? 
I mean, I've been workshopping just some Sakai you used to know. That that was an idea I had where I just by myself read Usagi Yojimbo and review mm. it page by page as I turn hey. it. My God, Probably the worst idea of a podcast I've ever had. Jonin, wandering Jonin. <laughs> <laughs> Workshopping. God, I'd love to see like custom artwork of just Jonesy wearing you the know kimono, Usagi Yojimbo kimonos, the two, uh, the two swords. <laughs> That'd be adorable. Without the drawn in the style dinosaur. of Sakai. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got everything everything covered. You know, mm-hmm. movies are covered. Mm-hmm. We've certainly got movies cornered. The but maybe there's another angle that we're not thinking about. I don't. I, it's I like we we not that we've I can cornered think of. we've cornered movies and comic books were left in the dust. You know, yeah. There's nothing left after nothing that. Left. I don't think there clean. are any kind of other media. I I, the, to muster the energy to read a comic book. <laughs> I don't know if I have that spark left in my soul. The, the problem with reading is you can only do one thing when you read. You can't yeah. look at your phone. Yeah. You can't check Discord. Can't check IG Explore. See what's cooking in there because you clicked on one photo that maybe you regret clicking on. And now <laughs> that whole Explore is, is, it's changed. Oh, it's changed. Or one of your friends talks about buying a poncho brand shirt and now that's all your Instagram Those is. Those are great shirts, my friend. Just, you can't get them if you have a pacemaker because the the uh, buttons are magnetized. Jesus. God, what Just a detail. FYI. Is that why you don't have one? <laughs> I have two poncho shirts, believe it or not, and I really want to get some of the short sleeves. But they're expensive shirts. Golly. Jonesy, you picture Slim you know? stacking hay bales and a poncho brand shirt. I, 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 you know, I've known Slim for so long now. Yeah, yeah get into mm-hmm. it. I, uh, I can't fathom him doing any kind of farm chores. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm just, oh no. I picture these magnetized buttons. Body. <laughs> and I just picture Slim's body now compared to whenever. I have a screenshot. I a screenshot. Idiot. I have a picture I take. I took of Slim outside of Barcade. I mean, were our kids born yet? No. I, I I know what photo you're talking about because that photo that photo haunts me. Is that the night we had you on the, the cold concrete? I don't know which one of you was on the cold concrete. Any of our Barcade meetups, somebody was on the cold concrete and in trouble. I remember. I forgot we even had meetups. An forgot we had paper keg meetups. Named Michael Santi changed Dale's barf bag one time. You remember that Dale? He, he comes all the way from Canada. <laughs> host of the Synonos podcast. Lightning striking twice. Mess with thunder. The price, the price, yeah. To change my emesis bag. Yeah, I can't even pick up my own arms. That was in my old avalanche too. He he, catcher smoothed his hair out of his forehead, and then put the rings of a Wawa bag on his ears. Oh my god! <laughs> and then gently stroked the back of his head because he was having such a tough time. There is nobody more angelic and kind than one Michael Santee. 
Who? When was your cold concrete? Wasn't it the next year, Jonesy? Yeah, I never had a or cold concrete year? moment. I don't know. He'll, I feel like he'll deny it. Check the, the day tape. He dies. Yeah, he, he was. I remember distinctly. I mean, not that this is different than any other meetup we've ever had, but you were quote holding court. No. emphatically one night. We know that Jonesy's in for a night when he's holding court oh, yeah. in a corner, regaling at the top of his lungs, and he's eating it up. It's like a Bacchanal. Not this guy, you know? <laughs> oh, golly. Now we just have our own private meetups at lakes or uh, beach houses. Yeah. With, uh, this 15, podcast has transformed into a, a, a middle-aged man's kayaking trip. Mm-hmm. God damn it! Hey, what more is there? It hits Natural different. progression. It's you know? different. Evolution at its <laughs> finest. Dale, when was the last time you took your kayak out? Do you you don't have a rack, right, for yours on your Jeep, or do you? No, I'm I'm at a crossroads right now because <gasps> I got my soft top on and I want to take it off. I don't want to put the hard top back on. I love my soft top right now. I'm, I'm having a love wow. affair with my soft top. Um, what if you just lay it on the? bars put the t- soft top down lay the kayak on the bars and strap it down it's not a bad idea weather's breaking we got a break coming up here <sighs> weather <laughs> nice weather what if yeah. you get one yeah, what, if, what if you get one of those foldable origami kayaks that's me alive right I just put that in the back seat I put that in the and just you know drive wherever I need to drive mm-hmm Man alive. Yeah, I haven't I don't think I went out. You know, I, I, I hem and haul and I make excuses, and that's the problem. You miss out. Mm-hmm. Don't miss out. Well, you're a big time podcaster now. You don't have time for that. Hemming and hawing, bat and spider. Yeah. Black I, I, we, Castle. I was looking at our episodes. I thought we did Copra like this year. And it's a year and a half ago. God. That was our last episode. That's February 1st, 2021, allegedly. Good Lord. Uh, well, now we're good to like 2025. <laughs> but it's a, I mean, the pandemic, it's, we, we, we hit it hard. We had like three episodes during the pandemic, like hardcore pandemic. People needed us. 2019, we had three episodes. We had Flanagan's, no, that's 2018. We had Avengers Endgame. Wow. The Endgame. In May 6, 2019. Captain America, September 26, 2019. And then I'm wrong. So only two episodes for 19. And then we did Wolverine Gambit Victims. Oh, oh God. Which was a catastrophic error. And then we did part doing the Gambit that. Mini. Imagine right? waiting for your favorite defunct comic podcast to come out. And that's what we come back with. Mm. Like a wet fart, that miniseries. <laughs> yeah. Those covers are great, though. I definitely threw out the underwears that I was wearing during the recording <laughs> of those episodes. But then we did Gambit. Yeah. Lee Weeks on art, and that was a delight that to was good. look at. Except for Cal- except for Caliban, the worst. Caliban, <laughs> absolute worst. Gambit has a really bad rogues gallery. Yeah, he sure does. The bald guy with the ponytail. I can't remember what his name was. Oh my god, Bel- Belladonna. <laughs> Belladonna. Belladonna is the only character any Gambit fan fan can name. Yeah, yeah, Belladonna. exactly. <laughs> And, he, and yet he remains the favorite of so many, me included. Yeah. But no, it's yeah. inexplicable why. Maybe. Right. There's no reason for it. Right. 
Maybe because he's, you know, just as big as a cheese ball on the animated series. He, you know, he doesn't, it's not like. He kills on the animated series. That's the problem. He doesn't. It appears to be the (laughs) ace of spades. Oh my God. That's my sentinel voice. Thank you. Corny. Yeah. I, I, I remember every episode every episode I would watch the animated series and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, Gambit's gonna Gambit's gonna kick so much ass and then he gets knocked he gets punched and he's down for the count. <laughs> what was you the know? episode where they're on Genosha with the collars on and you're oh. waiting twenty one of twenty two minutes for that collar to come off <laughs> yeah. so we can light up a GD card. God, I felt so bad for them with those collars on at Genosha. That was a rough one. That was with cable though. Remember Caleb's music too? He had like that special music where he popped into the frame. It was like a march. <laughs> Wild the episode Man of after Borneo. that, Cold Vengeance, probably my single favorite episode. Is that the, the Wolverine series. Sabretooth thing? Yeah, in Alaska. There's no peace for me here. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic. God bless. God, there's a bunch of classics in that run. Would love to go back and watch those. Yeah, There's no time. Are we saying? Are we back? Uh, are we officially back? <laughs> we have I mean, cocktail to talk about. I have it. Like, I have the a hashtag? New computer, guys. We can record again. What's the hashtag that we need posted in Discord cocktail to confirm? Yes. Or is it Flanagan? Yes. Hashtag cocktail. Yes. <laughs> We'll accept that in any Discord. That could be the Bat and Spider Discord. Right. <laughs> it could be the VHS Village 70MM Discord. Uh, we'll accept that yeah. as a vote. Um, we owe it. We owe it to ourselves to do another cocktail. And if you are if you made it this far in the show, you owe it to Sarah and Titus to head to the GoFundMe link in the episode notes and support the shop any way you can. Um, yeah. Like we said at the top of the show, you know, we thought it would be fun to come back and reminisce about our memories at the comic book shop in Delaware. It's a great shop. It's easily the most inclusive shop I've ever been to. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. They no will, one right. feels uncomfortable walking in there. What a great atmosphere. And they will fight for that. They will, they will fight to make every person that walks into that shop feel comfortable and included. Hmm. Remember that Batman pinball machine? Oh, man, you kidding Batman, me? Yeah, it was Batman. Fudge me. God. Fudge me alive. <laughs> it was so good. Remember that night with the Tituses, we got to hang out with Bernie Wrightson at Baltimore Comic Con? Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. I forgot gracious. about that. Yeah. Um, 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 me and Baltimore. he told that great story about... Um, Stephen King wanted to buy the rights for Swamp Thing, but he thought it was Ken Starlin messing with him on the phone. So he kept hanging up on uh, Stephen King. You remember that? No, I don't remember that. He had a. It was a time difference between New York and California. And he called Bernie at seven a.m. It's like, hey, you know, I can't do Stephen King's voice, but <laughs> I'm Stephen King. I want to buy the rights to Swamp Thing. He's like, "F you, uh, Ken. My wife's trying to sleep. Stop calling me at seven o'clock in the morning." Then Stephen King called right back. No, it's really Stephen King. Ken, I'm fucking sick of this. You know, he hung up on again. I'll remember that story forever. Dear sweet listeners, please hang by while I Google Ken Starling. Ken Starling? <laughs> What's the name? <laughs> I remember. You know what? There's no time for this, Dale. <laughs> you know, this obsessive need to correct me. When we were at Baltimore of the show, Comic-Con, I remember... I think maybe from a work outing, but there was always that level 
in the hotel where like there's be parties, you know, mm-hmm. it's the Baltimore Comic Con at night. One of the hotels would just have parties where everyone would hang out, pros, you know, pros, creators. But I remember, I think it was like the Pisces Lounge or something. Maybe it was, but this bar. Yeah. Where we would know that the creators would go to that bar yeah. at the end of the night. After the Harvey Awards, one, after the Harvey yeah, Awards let out, these. all the pros would, would spill out into the bar. Mm-hmm. And we would, so we would see like, like lampreys. Jason Aaron would strolled in one time, I think, when we were in there. <laughs> Hashtag Jason Aaron, yes. So we were all star, always starstruck. And I think the Tituses were there with us. Yep. And was it was it Sarah that recognized Bernie and forced the conversation? It had she, to be. I mean, she, I think she saw the the glint, the glimmer in Dale's eye <laughs> from afar. Yeah. And Sarah, being the effervescent self, walked over and started a conversation, and then invited us over to sit with Bernie and his wife. God. We spent hours. That was a great night. Mm-hmm. And they were so nice. Yeah, come sit, have a drink. Come on Incredibly over. Incredibly nice. Imagine no one. Yeah. Imagine nobody else wanting to talk to come up and talk to Bernie Wrightson. Please. Yeah, I think that was idiots. probably one of the things we said to each other. Like they're sitting there alone. Why are they not mobbed? Yeah. By nerds like us. The, but not even the first like time other. I ever saw people vape indoors. Might have been <laughs> Bernie his wife. As Jonesy's wrapping barbed wire around his his, his clenched <laughs> fist just in case a fight breaks out at the Hyatt waterfront. <laughs> Again, I'd like everyone Just listening to Google crime rates in this country, <laughs> sort it by top 10 and tell me Baltimore is safe. I just like, you also, it, just text me. Around that time too, at our barcade, you didn't even want to drive through Center City, Philadelphia. No, 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 was, no way listen, did you want to drive through that city. Fishtown had not yet been regentrified. <laughs> you know, it was high. You guys just... Have Jones. no qualms about walking the, in the unsafe streets. The entire time, this great Jones nation. Is jumpy. You speak to him, and he's like, "Huh? What? Yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> hey, Jonesy, you, you're fine. I'm fine. He, he doesn't even let you finish speaking. Yeah, I'm fine. Wait, what? what, what? <laughs> his his like nails are digging into his palm. There's blood like dripping because he is just he's taut like a like a pulled rubber band. <laughs> I just don't want. You know, I got two kids at home. You know? Did you have two kids back then? Right. In my well, heart, does... I've always had two kids. Okay. <laughs> also, also, we I, what was the Baltimore? I think yeah, we always saw Titus at Baltimore because mm-hmm. the comic book shop would always be tabling, so we would always. And they won a couple Harveys, didn't they? I well, think they won. I remember they, that I wrong. Isers, maybe. I think their shop won an award, but I can't remember which. Dale, one don't it was. you dare! Don't you Dale <laughs> chuckle at me right now? But. <laughs> We would always stop by. We'd make our rounds at the Baltimore Comic Con and stop by their table, their little mini setup, hang out for a while, ask them how they were doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's a grind. Yeah. Working those tables at a yeah. con. Yeah, we got we get to see them at the end of the night, and we're ready to drink and hang out with them, and they just want to go to bed because I got to do it all. Ready again to the next party. Day. Yeah, we're ready to just get. Let's get crazy. <laughs> right. Let's get crazy. <laughs> I, uh, we had such great times. I remember remember that restaurant across the street from the convention center? 
Oh, yeah. So, dear listener, uh, H, one-third of the hosts of DoomPod. Uh, <laughs> Josie, are you the third host of DoomPod? Are you announcing official? that? That's the Is that official? The 100th episode announcement. He's I doing buried, it right now. I buried now. the lead. Woo! Uh, anyhow, I would, because the service was slow, I would order two to three beers at a time. And I've never had anyone, like, call me on it. And H was like, are you, are you okay that you're ordering two beers at a time? And I looked at him like, and now he's a dear friend, but right. who is this SOB? That was the first thing. He's I calling a therapist. Jones, he was, never saw us make eye contact, Dale and I, when Jonesy <laughs> ordered two beers at a time. We, you never caught us looking at each other with our eyebrows yeah. raised. Yeah, we just, you know, if you were real friends, the you menu right something. in front of us, we don't look away. It's <laughs> not our fault. I was going to say, what was the one? So I was going to say, you know, we're also lucky enough to be friends with Scotty, Scotty Young, and we would hang out with him at Baltimore Comic Con a lot. But wasn't there another creator that we hung out with in that like crowded bar area? I feel like I took photos. Was it Bernie again in that area? Do you remember Dale? Uh, I remember Walt Simonson talking to Walt Simonson. Well, that that's it. Yeah. It was Walt Simonson. God, legends. I mean, this is. Uh, let's go to Baltimore Comic Con this year. Absolutely. What legends. are we doing? What are we doing with our life? Like what? We're going to get to go to- uh, Guys, are we back? We're going to get to screen movies online by ourselves in our current <laughs> iteration. At least Baltimore, we can go see people. Also, we would always see uh, the Joker cosplay that Jonesy <laughs> oh, loves running into. Gotta He's doing the Joker guy. laugh in the oh. con and we could hear it. Right. This is pre-Joker movie. These guys are setting a standard back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jonesy's. One of the most upsetting things in my entire life. And my parents are dead, and that ranks higher. <laughs> Jonesy, you know, unable to move his C6 and C8, so his whole body, when he would hear the Joker, he would shift his shoulders and like... It's like Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> fused. Yeah. <laughs> Fused vertebrates yeah. in Jonesy's neck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Keep it up. Also, this is we, great. Would also we would always also see uh, Mikey P. Kaz. We would see Kaz. We hung out with uh, both of them at a recent, mm-hmm. like recent, recent for us, Baltimore Comic Con. We'd see Kaz. That was table. what, two years ago? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Probably 10 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> it was literally, yeah, the one time Kaz went to an East Coast convention. Jesus Christ. Let me, let me look up my Google photos and type in Baltimore, see what comes up. Two years ago. <laughs> All right, Baltimore. That was 2017. Good God. Oh, yeah. That's, that Z. feels super recent, mm. to be honest. Yeah, there's, we had a good, good crowd here. Jim was there. Run, Mike D. Pause for editing. Run, Mike D. Charles Forsman. Mm. Karat. Batonspider.com. Check it out. And uh, some other people I don't recognize. Might have been Mikey's brother. Or the, or or the guy that Jones did karaoke with. <laughs> I don't think I did karaoke there, did I? Um, yeah, you did. We, did we, we, we did karaoke for a bit. You and you and H, yeah. Uh, the other third of Dune Pod, yeah. Jonesy, what's the hundredth episode of Dune Pod? 
<laughs> You'll still have to stay tuned. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have some good photos of uh, us talking with uh, Bernie Wrightson. Mm. Could you, would you mind sharing those with us? Yeah, tell me what the 100th episode of... Um, yeah. It's a small... A, a merely a trifle. What are you? What movie did you choose for episode one hundred of Dune? We're, Pop? we're actually doing uh, the spec script for Dune Part Two, Highlander Two. Is it yeah. Highlander Two? Highlander Two: The Quickening. Your favorite Highlander movie? God, that movie makes what a barf. I'm getting sick just thinking of it right now. Wow. I will be return. On all seriousness, if I'll, I'll, you know how we plug things on this show. Yeah, uh-huh. I will. I will return for a guest spot on some of your favorite podcasts soon. What is that? What does that mean? Who can say? What? Are you ready to announce it right now? Officially on Paper Keg, one night only. <laughs> Jonesy, the if, people demand it. Wh- where else would you break it? That wh- uh, why not give you, us this? If not us, then <laughs> whom? I'll be on Lost Light. I'll be on uh, Doom Pod again, returning. Lost Light. Yeah. What's the Lost Light one? I I see. I'll let them announce that because I don't want to. Oh my for god! This is but I'll be cut, guessing cut on, this off. On episode cut it. Of, uh, Lost cut, it, cut it off. I won't be appearing on uh, 70 MN this month. No, you won't. No. It's a shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. People are still recovering from your Indiana Jones episode. Big hit. I had to bring it, you know? Definitely brought it. <laughs> How about your Black Castle episode? Oh, boy. Oh, Bat and Spider has a... So much su- fun. Supporter only... Episodes on their coffee, Kofi, yeah. Black Castle, yeah. the Beast. Dale, Dale and Chuck allowed me to pull a movie right out of my ace, and I think we watched and recorded within like forty hours of of picking the movie. They oh, we made a what fun that was. They moved fast. You want to talk and Spider and Crow? They say you want to talk about you know this is a podcast about friendship and we, us friends. We share things. You want to talk about scrambling to launch this Kofi page <laughs> and not having material to launch it with. <laughs> Slim had to that go to innovation. New York. I didn't tell Slim this because I, I didn't want to, you know, I, it was no big deal, but he had to end up going to New York. So he had to record his uh, 70 millimeter a day early. And I was like, Chuck, what are we going to do? We want to <laughs> launch this thing with nothing to give these people. Jonesy stepped up to the plate with his signature 11.30 p.m. recording. And we signature. did uh, Beastmaster 2 Portal Through Time. <laughs> I remember when I saw the notification in the Kofi page that the supporter episode was Beastmaster, I thought that this was an announcement that after Tales from the Crypt, you're going to be doing the Beastmaster <gasps> TV series. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, that was, God. That was discussed. God, No. God, yes, right. The, <laughs> I God, was no. I was nervous because I was I'm still hopeful that there's like a horror aspect, horror TV show aspect or something. We just that will follow up. You don't have to announce no, anything no, here. We just is, you know that. Yeah. No, thank you. We're, this is um, friendship friendship cast. Yeah, but I'm still holding out hope for something along those lines. If not, say by the bell. There's always oh wow. There's always say by the bell. There's always say by the bell. Um, I will announce on this podcast. Do it. I don't know when this episode is going to release. I don't know when the uh, the announcement is going to be released. But before this episode was recorded, I recorded a Black Castle episode with Slim. 
What? That will will be hitting the Kofi. Uh, Can you? Are you prepared to reveal the movie you watched? You want me to say it? Wow. Wow. You won't say it, coward. <laughs> Hashtag coward, yes, in your discords. No. <laughs> uh, Dan O'Bannon's Return of the Living Dead. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Golly. Those episodes, if Explains the stars that aligned. mysterious letterbox review that popped up earlier. Yeah, like, Chuck posted that he watched it like last week or something. I was like, oh, it's going down. Okay. This guy. I, uh, maybe these episodes will post around the same time. Chuck did say he was going to try to get it up Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's one, as of, listen. No. It's one thirty as we're recording right now. AM. And I could, I feel like I, mean, I could go another hour. This is my hour. time. <laughs> Jonesy is ready to fill up his huge plastic mug that they haven't sold in 35 years, but he's got it full of like sweet tea, ice and sweet tea. Water, water, believe it or not. Oh yeah. Pa- party guard. If you can read. Party guard water. Hmm. Maybe maybe it'll be a little Tullymore dew in here in a minute <laughs> as I prepare for bed. I had to be up in like five hours to probably watch a movie for seventy millimeter to try to make sure I can get that done on time for Thursday. <laughs> My alarm goes off at six. Two. I'm a masochist. I have to say. So yeah, the Return of the Living Dead. If I'll have a link in the episode notes to the Black Castle to support Bat and Spider. Thanks, buddy. To get that episode. Support what you love. Yeah. Should we call it? We can call it. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we back? 